You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You wonderful people, listeners of Locked On Spartans, thank you so much for joining us for another episode here as we are going to take a look at our Michigan State Spartans that are hopefully going to hear their name called at some point this weekend as the NFL draft is looming over us. Honestly, finally, I feel like NFL draft talk has been going on since the second quarter of the Peach Bowl, and it's finally, finally that time. So yeah, we're going to go through everything from, well, the guys that expect to hear their names called why they are going to go as high as they are, or maybe the cons, why they're going to go as low as they are, stacking them up against other guys at their position, what teams need them. Uh, Also, undrafted free agents, too. Yes, we have more than just the three guys in Kenneth Walker, Jalen Naylor, and Connor Hayward hoping to get a phone call from some of these NFL franchises. But before we get to that, two things. That's right. Number one, hey, Please rate, review, and subscribe to this here podcast or YouTube show. Whatever you want to call this little thing that we do would be awesome if you can throw us a subscribe and also a rate, a review, or whatever. Number two, hey, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to hit me up if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, You have a piping hot take about the NFL draft coming up? Well, hey, step right into the inbox, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. All right. Now that all that business is out of the way, let's let's get into the fun, right? What you're here to listen to, NFL Draft Talk. We're going to start with our guy, the, the guy that will go first off the board amongst Michigan State Spartans between the three guys that were invited to the NFL Combine. Of course, it was Kenneth Walker, Jalen Naylor, Connor Hayward. Let's talk about Mr. Walker for this first segment here. It's going to be a close one to see if he's going to be the first running back taken off the board in this draft. We talked about on yesterday's show that right now, Bet Online, they actually have Brees Hall of Iowa State being the first running back selected at minus 325 odds. So considerable odds, but hey, crazy things happen on the draft all the time. Crazy things happen in sports all the time. And maybe maybe one franchise out there realizes uh, that, yeah, Kenneth Walker is the real deal. Listen, you know... You know where I stand on Kenneth Walker, and it's probably the same exact footsteps that you stand in, and that is that Kenneth Walker is a generational talent. He should be the first running back off the board, and that you would be a clown. That's right, a clown to not select him as the first running back in this draft. So where is he going to go? Well, right now, listen, I don't think he's going to have his name called on Thursday, but of course... A lot of wacky things happen in the NFL draft. I'm not going to close the door on it completely. Likely, it will be a day two draft pick. Somewhere in that second round, late second round, maybe even early third round. We'll get to all the mocks here in a little bit. But what makes Kenneth Walker the desirable draft pick that he is? Honestly, like I, we don't have to go through all this. We, we just saw him for a full season tear it up in East Lansing. But let's do it anyway because it's very fun to look back on just what makes Kenneth Walker the dynamite player that he is. Uh, Pro Football Focus, yes, uh, their writer, Ben Lindsay. How about this for a compliment? Quote, one of the best peer runners to come out of college football in the last five years. That's a great place to start with the pros around Kenneth Walker. Uh, His 40 time was a blistering 4.38. 
that is tied for second best in this running back draft class, just one hundredth of a second behind Isaiah Pacheco of Rutgers and Pierre Strong of South Dakota State University. Listen, sub 4-4, geez, like you thought this guy couldn't get good enough and then he just clocks at the combine like, oh my. On film, uh, yeah, incredible vision. Uh, just can create something out of absolutely nothing. Whether that's, okay, defender got in the backfield seemingly at the same time the ball got there. Okay, well, I'm just still going to wiggle around you and uh, pick up 6, 8, 17 yards, whatever it is. How many times do we see that throughout the entire season? Or creating something out of nothing as in breaking tackles, getting yards after contact. Would you like to fetch a guess how many yards after contact Kenneth Walker got this year. I'll give you a few seconds. It was 1,168 yards after contact last season. A lot of running backs. Many running backs didn't even hit that number in general for the whole season. Kenneth Walker got that yards after contact. So, yes, he's got the vision. He's got the tackle breaking ability. He's got the speed. And, oh, yeah, on top of all that, well, how about this? He only fumbled once last season. And honestly, I don't really remember what game it was in. I, really, I, I truly don't. Maybe it was in one of the losses. Well, I'll tell you what, there weren't a lot of them, so it probably wasn't. Uh, but hey, ended up not mattering. I miss you. Still an incredible season. Kenneth Walker, Doak Walker Award winner, Walter Camp Award winner, all Big Ten, all American, all everything, and hopefully the first running back taken off the board. Now, with all that said, why wouldn't he be the first running back taken off the board? Why would Brees Hall get the nod over him. Yes, Brees Hall is just a tad bigger than Kenneth Walker, but it's not so much that as it is maybe the reluctance that Kenneth Walker did not catch a lot of balls out of the backfield last season. He only had 13 catches out of the backfield. And listen, I like to think it's because he didn't have to catch balls out of the backfield to be this dynamic player that he was. I mean, he averaged 6.2 yards on the ground, so why did you have to you know, get a little gimmicky and pass the ball out of the backfield. But maybe it is a skill set thing. You know, maybe I could take my green tinted glasses off and maybe realize that, okay, maybe this is an actual knock against his game. And in that same vein, there's been some knocks against his pass protection, I guess, his pass blocking. Never really thought it was a major issue at Michigan State, but I guess it's not up to the NFL level that they like to see. And also one more thing, uh, just about catching the ball out of the backfield. I will add this. It's not like Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor really made a name for themselves catching the ball out of the backfield. And, I, hey, I don't know a lot about the NFL, so maybe this is a hot take, but it seems to me that Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor seem to have okay careers so far in the NFL. So those are the two knocks right there. So if it happens on Friday, or let's say Brees Hall does get his name picked on Thursday, and we're all scratching our heads like, okay, why isn't K-9 the first guy off? That, that's why. It's that razor thin between those two guys where maybe that Brees Hall, just because he is barely a more all-around player, that's the, the way NFL franchises stupidly want to go. That's right. We're going to back up our guy K-9 right here. So where is Kenneth falling in these mock drafts? Uh, I got six of them right here. Uh, spent the morning perusing a few of these. And, okay, so we're going to go from the best pick down to the bottom. They're all in the second round. All six of these have him in the second round and also very closely bunched together within six picks of each other, kind of in that mid to late second round. Starting with CBS, they have him going 55th overall to Arizona. 
And same with Walter Football. Second round, 55th overall pick to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Athletics' Dane Brugler, awesome draft guy to follow. Uh, he has met 57 overall to Buffalo. And same with Sporting News as well. 57th overall to the Buffalo Bills. I would love that. I would love to make the Buffalo Bills my, my new favorite bandwagon NFL team. Besides the Vikings, because, you know, my Kirk Cousins allegiance and... Um, yeah, just whoever else picks up any Spartans along the way. You know, it's kind of fun. Um, Sports Illustrated, 58th overall to Atlanta. And last but not least, amongst these six mock drafts I'm going to highlight, Pro Football Network, second round, 60th overall pick to the Tampa Bay Bucks. And who needs a running back, right? This is the weird thing. And you can kind of maybe tell that, yes, these two running backs in Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker are both expected to go in the second round. That running back is kind of getting a little devalued in the NFL, which makes it a little tough. So who needs a running back? No one needs, needs, needs a running back, but there are teams that would certainly absolutely love one here in the second or third round. And uh, just to rattle off about almost a dozen names here, Bills could use one, Bucks could use one, Cards could use one, Chiefs could use one, Broncos, Eagles, Falcons, Giants, Rams, Ravens, Texans. And what I like about that list right there is that that's a lot of good franchises, because where do we want to see Kenneth Walker go? I, I don't want to see him go to the slums down in uh, the, the Texans, for example. Like, ugh, yuck, poor guy. So, like, yeah, a team like the Ravens would be awesome. Rams, my God, that'd be great. Eagles, sure, I could settle with that. Broncos, the new look with Russell Wilson, or, like, I, yeah, even the, the Cards, Bucks, Bills. A lot of good landing spots, hopefully, for Kenneth Walker. And also, you'd hate to see him go to, like, the ugh. The Giants, like, no, so, hey, we'll see. Of course, we're going to, you know, banter about it on Monday once he gets picked, but he's not the only Spartan that's going to get picked. No, 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 we got two other guys that we're going to highlight next segment. I just got to take a hot second and talk to you fine folks about Built Bar. Built Bar. That's right. If you've been listening to this here podcast for days, weeks, months, years, hey, thanks. I really do appreciate it. Second of all, you've probably heard us talk your ear off about Built Bar time and time again, and for good reason. Actually, what am I seeing? Three good reasons. Number one, they taste great. They taste better than a candy bar, and I will I will tell you that even when I'm not recording. That's right. You walk up to me, you're like, hey, are Built Bars really that good? Uh, yeah, go get yourself some. Because they're also, and this is the second good reason, they take care of your body. They're loaded with all the good stuffs without a lot of the gnarly stuff that you don't want. Most Built Bars, only about 170 calories. Only have 4 grams of net carbs, only 4 grams of net sugar, but a whopping 17 grams of protein. They get you ready for your workouts, your day watching the kids, your day on the golf course, your day doing yard work, your day doing whatever. And last but not least, they also like to save you money. Because when you go to Built.com, you smash in that promo code LOCKED15, it's going to get you 15% off your order. That's right, one more time. Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your Built Bars. And before getting back into NFL Draft Talk, hey, just got to thank you lovely people for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's keep bantering about the NFL Draft. Of course, there were two other Spartans other than Kenneth Walker that got invited to the NFL Combine not too long ago, and that was wide receiver Jalen Naylor, and that was, well, whatever position Connor Hayward's going to be. Uh, yeah, let's start with Speedy Naylor. Um, where's he going to go? It's a great question. Uh, we'll get to the mocks here a little bit, but this is a very, very loaded wide receiver class. From the top 
you know, guys like Jamison Williams, Chris Olave, like, uh, you, whoa, yikes, a, a lot of great names. Even in the middle of the pack for wide receivers, there are a lot of pretty good wide receivers with not a lot of separation between them. And Jalen Naylor's in that tier of, yeah, pretty good wide receivers. Now, the pros for Jalen Naylor in the eyes of NFL scouts are, I'll start with the obvious one. What's his nickname? Oh, yeah, that's right. Speedy Naylor. The guy's quick. Okay, that's going to help. Um, and also, here's the nice part, too. It, it's not just good vertically downfield, right, on those fly routes, those streak routes, whatever you want to call them. But he's also really nice on the double moves as well. He is a good, if not pretty great, route runner. So that can get him some separation as well. And, hey, man, what does the MSU coaching staff preach? No block, no rock. And uh, Naylor epitomized that. He was pretty damn good in the run blocking game downfield. I uh, can't think of how many times we saw highlights of Kenneth Walker running downfield. And uh, oh my God, Jalen Naylor's got his guy locked up right now. So those are the pros with Naylor. Now the cons, here's where he gets maybe marked against him. Uh, it's iffy hands at times. He had pretty solid hands for a college receiver, but as far as NFL receiving goes, that's that's where he has a knock against him. Also, and this is going to be the weird part because, yeah, I just use this as a pro that he is pretty fast. But is he fast enough? He ran a 4-5 in the 40-yard dash at the NFL Combine, which that is, that's objectively fast. That is a good time. That's a fast time. But stacked up against the rest of this receiver class, it was only the 19th best time. There are some speed demons out there. So, yeah, 4-5 is fast. That's quick. He's also really fast on his routes and everything. But there are some guys that are running in the 4-3s. So maybe some franchises prioritize that over Jalen Naylor, for example. And last but not least, what, what's your best ability in the NFL? It's availability or durability. And yes, he missed time in three seasons at Michigan State with various injuries. And listen, whether that's fair or unfair to knock it against him, that's the fact of the matter that NFL franchises, they look at that sort of stuff. So yes, this is why he's all over the board here in these mock drafts. Let's take a look at four of them. Now, there aren't a lot of publications that do full seven-round mock drafts, but he's anywhere from the fourth round to just simply undrafted. So CBS Sports actually has him as the highest that I've seen. Maybe he's you know higher somewhere else, but for CBS Sports, fourth round pick 134 to the San Francisco 49ers. That's right. Hit the bricks, Debo Samuel. Uh, you got your replacement right here. And I'm only like maybe joking about that. Who knows? Um, Pro Football Network has him going in the fifth round at pick 162 to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Athletics' Dane Brugler has him in the sixth round, going 199th overall to the Carolina Panthers. And NFL.com, shame on you, tisk tisk. They have him not drafted at all. So listen, if you watch the NFL draft, you you maybe know by now that once we get into like the fourth round and you're projected to go like fourth or fifth or seventh round, like it's a crapshoot. Everything's out the window. Anything can happen. And unfortunately, we saw it not too long ago with Shakur Brown, who was slated as a guy that got picked in the fourth or fifth round and then fell undrafted. I mean, this is uh, something that us state fans, unfortunately, know too all all know all too well about. I don't know. I bumbled that saying, whatever that is. Okay, let's just transition to the next guy, Connor Hayward. Now, what are the pros with our guy, Connor 
Hayward. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to back up one more time. Um, I didn't go through a bunch of teams that could use a wide receiver right now just because at this point, late in the rounds, like every team can use a luxury as a wide receiver. I will mention this, though, that each NFL team gets to have 30 official visits with uh, players, prospective players, and Jalen Naylor actually did take one with the Chicago Bears, so I wanted to mention that as well. Okay, sorry. Got a little too ahead of my notes here. Let's get back to it. Connor Hayward. Let's talk about Connor Hayward. Hey, let's go. Um, what are the pros for Mr. Hayward? Uh, versatility. He's also versatile, and he has a lot of versatility. Um, that is certainly at the top of the list as far as his pros go. Not too far behind, though. Uh, yeah, he could block and also surprisingly really great hands for someone his build and position. And also, I saw this commented on a few publications, you know, some anonymous scouts, if you will, that he catches the ball really well outside of his frame, too. So even if the ball's not thrown directly at him, we saw this in the Peach Bowl. His, I think that was his final touchdown at Michigan State, just mossing someone. Um, he's, he's really athletic when it comes to catching the ball. And also, special teams experience. Not bad to have, of course. And runs a 4.7240 time. Not bad at all for a guy that can play anywhere from like fullback, H-back, tight end, what have you. Now the cons. This is where it gets a little tricky is that his size. He's just 5'11", 233. So that's one knock against him. Uh, going up against, you know, obviously much bigger NFL defenders. And also uh, lacks explosiveness on his routes is something that I've seen him dinged for. But, like, look, a guy with this versatility at this position, like, you take what you can get. And you're getting a guy with great hands. A guy that is, I'll say, for the 58th time in the last minute. Versatile. You could plug him in anywhere. So, like, teams that could use him, God, like, I feel like a lot of teams could use him. Now, let's go to the mock drafts. Let's see where he is slated to go. Uh, anywhere in the 6th and 7th round is what I'm seeing with these four mock drafts. We'll start with NFL.com. That's right. The guys that had Jalen Naylor not getting drafted, actually have Connor Hayward up pretty high. 6th round, 208th overall pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, yeah, that's right. Meeting up with his brother over there in Pittsburgh. Pro Football Network has him in the 7th round. Pick number 257 to the Arizona Cardinals. And the Athletics' Dane Brugler has him 7th round, Overall pick 258, which is the fifth-to-last pick in the NFL draft, over to the Green Bay Packers. And last but not least, CBS Sports did not have him being picked. So, uh, kind of like Naylor, you just expect to get uh, – sorry, you expect to hear Naylor's name selected, but it'll be a waiting game on Saturday during these late rounds to see who's going to jump up at Hayward, if anyone will. Do I think someone will? Yeah, of course, absolutely, but – you guys know me. I've been around a few times here. Um, so let's say he goes undrafted. Listen, not not the worst thing in the world because that's kind of the luxury of being the undrafted free agent is that, well, hey, you, you kind of get to shop around and pick your team. You're not getting shipped to wherever the NFL says you're getting shipped to. You kind of have some power in your hands. So if they do go undrafted, it, on the surface, is it a bummer? Yeah, it is. Sure. Like, it's these kids dream to hear their names called and all that fun stuff, but... There are some silver lining when you don't. We're not done talking about undrafted free agents. We're going to do a quick segment here on the other side, but I just got to talk to you lovely people about Rock Auto. 
Uh, gang, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your chain store or your local auto parts store to stock all the parts you ever need. Wine door often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, oh, does your Pacifica need a schluga bipeda? I, I don't know. I don't know car parts. All I know is that my car has a steering wheel. I put gas in it every once in a while, and uh, it's got a radio that works when it wants to. Uh, luckily, I, I don't have to be a car person. You don't have to be a car person because the family folks at Rock Auto, they got you. Why choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? You would only do it if you were a giant circus clown. Here. But you're not a circus clown. You're a smart person, and you use rockauto.com. So head to that website today. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. Hey, how'd you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Let's riff about some undrafted free agent prospects from Michigan State. Like I said, probably too many times already. But yeah, three guys were invited to the NFL Combine. That doesn't mean those are the only guys that are going to get looked at by NFL teams. Of course, MSU had some guys working out at their pro day a few weeks ago. So who are some of these names that we could see come off the board? Become the next, oh, Raekwon Williams, uh, Naquan Jones, Joe Bocci, Andrew Dowell, uh, Brian Lewerke. I know I'm missing a few former Spartans that are undrafted free agents still in the NFL, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, hey, undrafted free agent life, it, it, it can be the life for these guys. Uh, I think the two names that will be sought out after from NFL teams. Uh, we'll start with Jacob Panashuk. Uh, defensive end, uh, great pass rusher, had an awesome season last year, but why won't he have his name called, potentially? Hey, who, who knows? Maybe he does get picked in the seventh round here. But why won't he? Uh, you know, at, at a 6'3 build, average for, you know, edge guys. And it's it, you guys just know how it is around NFL draft time. Like, how many times do we see great college players just not get picked or, you know, lose way too many draft slots just because it's they're good, but they're not the way the NFL wants them to be good, right? Like, hey, Panashuk was awesome at getting to the quarterback last year, but he's getting dinged for, oh, yeah, his speed isn't up there. Like, he wasn't that great in the agility drills. It's like, okay, but you saw it on the film all season, and he plays with a high motor all the time, and he is just relentless on and off the field. Like, but it's wacky out here. But, hey, hopefully he can latch on to some team. Prove to some NFL team that, uh, yeah, no, he does have indeed what it takes to become a guy here. Uh, but, yeah, so that that's one guy that is going to have the attention of some NFL franchises. And another one who actually already does have the attention of an NFL franchise is A.J. Arcuri. That's right, six foot seven tackle, solid wingspan. Uh, played really well at the Hula Bowl, the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, like, you know, those college all-star games where a lot of scouts are at, you know, guys like... AJ Curie in their situations, guys in the later rounds, if not undrafted free agents that are hoping to hear their names called or their phone rang after the NFL draft wraps up. And he did put decent numbers up at uh, MSU's Pro Day. Now, like I said earlier, each NFL team gets 30 official visits. They, they use them all over the board from guys that are going to be at the top of their list. You know, like Trayvon Walker or like, you know, the Aiden Hutchinsons or your uh, Malik Wells or, uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Or, on the contrary, sometimes they use these visits to see, okay, well, hmm, who are we going to call when this draft wraps up? Who's going to be our first call? And also, when we get these guys in, this already has their them thinking well about us. Maybe this gets us 
a foot up on other NFL franchises that didn't have these guys in for one of our official 30 visits. And A.J. Curie actually visited the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans used one of their 30 visits on A.J. Curie. So, yes, I mean, this is a guy that will probably end up with an NFL team by, you know, Saturday midnight or early Sunday morning, however long he wants to debate of what team he's going to go join. So, other guys that did work out at MSU's Pro Day, um, Matt Allen, uh, another interior lineman, Kevin Jarvis, and then offensive tackle Luke Campbell. Uh, edge guys, Drew Jordan, Drew Beasley. And then Matt Coughlin also kicked uh, at MSU's Pro Day as well. Uh, again, I, I hate to say this, but like, stay tuned to, to see if uh, they will get their names called or when they get their names uh, or I should I, I got to stop saying names called, uh, get their phones called, rather, from NFL teams. Uh, but yeah, I think amongst that group right there, it, it will be A.J. Curie off the board first, if not Jacob Panashuk, with, with those other guys having an outside chance of getting invited in, whether it be for you know a tryout or... Uh, you know, camp uh, uh, coming up pretty soon. So th- those are just the names that we got right there uh, coming up. It- it'll be exciting. Uh, yeah, hey, if you're going to watch Thursday, go for it. Should be a great time. I love watching the NFL draft. Uh, Friday is probably where the action is going to pick up for us MSU fans. Starts at 7 p.m. on Friday. That is when rounds two and three are. And then four, five, six, seven. That takes place Saturday. I think it starts at like noon and then it, it goes until the cows come home, <laughs> basically. So it'll be fun. And you already know it. We're going to be back on Monday talking about, well, who our new favorite NFL teams are. Wherever these guys go. Wherever Kenneth Walker is going to be handling the rock for. Wherever Jalen Naylor is going to be catching passes. Or wherever Connor Hayward is going to be doing anything for. Uh, yeah, already stoked. Uh, super awesome to see these guys. By all accounts, all these guys are great individuals. Um, so, yeah, that makes it even better to you know sit down on whether it be Friday or Saturday, or hey, maybe even Thursday. Like I've said, I've been wrong before. I'd love to be wrong this time. But yeah, it's just gonna it's gonna make for for a good a good weekend. So let's go. Gonna rebuild that streak. Let's go, baby. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day. And if you want some more NFL draft talk from like a more broad perspective from the NFL lens, uh, make your second listen, Lockdown NFL Draft. That's right, as with Ryan Tracy, former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker, they bring the NFL draft to life every single day with insight and analysis on cultural prospects and NFL front offices. And best part, it's free and available where you find folks get your podcast. Love every single one of you. Go Green.